and okay we're live it this this it, you know it never gets old it never gets old with me because i never know exactly when the system is going to show me as live or not but either way sabah everybody welcome back and even more of a special thing today is the first day of ramadan so ramadan mubarak to anybody and everybody that does celebrate it and of course um i hope you're doing well i hope you're safe i hope you're healthy enough to be able to you know fast during the month of ramadan um and of course uh thank you for joining us for another episode of the android bay today is april 2nd not april 1st so it's not a joke uh, so yesterday we had the live stream with juan carlos for the best of our week we had it in person here he came over to my place and we had an opportunity to uh, experience all of the turmoil and the problems of trying to do something on a on a Samsung like I, if there's not one thing it's always another and surprise surprise we were able to run the entire live stream off of a tablet the Tab S8 Ultra came in a clutch and of course give us the opportunity to be able to share with you guys that live stream uh, but with that being said it is Saturday obviously so Android Bay is back we're here episode 114 today and we're talking about a few things one of them is the fact that we actually have, or I finally I was able to get my hands on, on the Red Magic 7. Um, so this is a device that I've been looking forward to checking out. And I was able to find one uh, on, on a decent deal, actually, that was being sold by a, another fellow YouTuber. Uh, and of course, I was saying thank you very much for uh, helping me get my hands on it. So let's say that much. Um, and of course, be able to be able you know, test it out and get it working. Um, I see we have uh, Grounded Tech. Dan, good morning. Golan, uh, Golan Lavi, Jewish. <laughs> and I wish you happy. Uh, shalom, 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 uh, Golan. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we all have our holidays. We all have our celebration. And uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. This is um, a little bit of a focusing day for me. And today and tomorrow, I, I'm in a way I'm happy that it started on a Saturday. It didn't start on the regular weekday. Um, because I have a little bit more time to focus on it. But literally the first and the only thing that's been running on my mind most of the morning is don't put anything in your mouth because we are creatures of habit. We are creature, uh, creatures of, you know, obviously, you know, sometimes we reach for something, we grab it, we put, some, you know, we drink water or whatever. Um, and the biggest thing is going to be is that readjustment of attitude and, and um, basically being more aware of what I'm doing. Uh, I, it's not like I'm hungry all the time. This is just no different than if you forget to eat breakfast or something and you're eating you know, like a later, later lunch, uh, except mine will be basically around sunset. So, but thank you very much, Golan. I appreciate that. Dominic, thank you very much. Hope you guys are doing well. Jimmy Fire Dragon's in there. Uh, Antonio Luis, uh, hope you're doing well. Uh, Ron, hey man, hope you're doing well as well. Hey, Ash made it to the show, man. Welcome, welcome, man. I appreciate it. I'm watching it on my TV when I'm here. Um, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Um, and actually, I do want to say thank you very much to Ash as well for helping me with... Um, kind of getting a little bit more information as far as the differences between the international or the global edition of the OnePlus 10 Pro and the, uh, well, the Color OS or the Chinese edition that was released a couple of months ago. As you know, the OnePlus 10 Pro was released, not that, I mean, sorry, the OnePlus 10 Pro was released in January on the 10th. Um, internationally, uh, was not released till like Thursday of this week. There was the launch event from OnePlus, and now we finally have it in the Indian, in the European, as well as the U.S. market. Hopefully, we'll see some more um, releases in the Middle East. So again, but those are the three major areas. So the international or the global edition actually apparently had more differences than I thought. One of them was specifically when it comes to the microphone uh, array that we have on here. Uh, now, uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a second as soon as we get into uh, kind of jumping in real quick. Uh, Golan says, um, I have the OnePlus 10 Pro 12 to 56 version uh, great, uh, but not the best. Uh, so here, let me just bring up the comment. I don't know why I'm reading it without showing it to you guys. Uh, so he says, I have the uh, OnePlus 10 Pro 12 to 56. So as you know, there is the international, the global edition only came out with an 8128. 
um, a slight different approach to what OnePlus is typically known for doing. You know, they release usually a, a standard model, a pro model, and a whole bunch of SKUs of you know, storage and RAM configuration. So, uh, but the one that Golan is re referring to is the Chinese edition. So 12256, which is what you'd want to get. Uh, but uh, so he's basically, um, it's not the best, sorry, oh, yeah, uh, great, but not the best. Uh, they didn't put a periscope lens. So that's one thing. Uh, and the camera without macro, um, I can't see great value for the money yet. So what they've done in this in this approach, this is a very much an incremental upgrade to what we saw last year with the OnePlus 10, OnePlus 9 Pro with the exception of the fact that we lost a, a monochrome sensor out. It wasn't really like, you know, if you watch the show with Juan, it's not necessarily the most, uh, you know, performing, high performing lens that you can actually have there, but it actually does provide a certain assistance to other lenses on the on the system when you're using them. And specifically for mon monochrome photography, if you were a fan of that, this would be something for you. Uh, but the other difference is that I also mentioned, uh, Golan, which is, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, is that the Global Edition apparently has an extra microphone that's present right between, um, let me see if I can show this to you guys here, and come on, Sony, let's do this. So you can kind of see it right there. There is a little bit of an indentation between the camera lenses and the flash that's sitting in the back. And that's actually something that is different than the inner than the Chinese edition uh, that we have. Let me see here if I have this folder open. So Ash was gracious enough to help me uh, get a few pictures of uh, the OnePlus 10 Pro. So here, why am I opening? Oh, here, this one, this image. And I'm going to share with you guys real quick this quick image that I got. And again, thank you very much uh, to, to Ash for sharing this with me and helping me get this conversation. There's a, there's a few more things going on, by the way, but that's not the only thing. So let's go ahead and bring this up here. So you'll notice here, uh, let me just zoom in. So this, as you can see here, the inside or the section between the camera lenses, although very similar aesthetically, is not showcasing an extra microphone. So the Global Edition has an additional microphone, three microphones array. Um, as far as the actual microphone setup that we have. But when it comes down to the Chinese edition, we don't have that. Not that it could basically, I mean, it, it obviously will impact performance when you're filming, if you're filming from the microphone with the cameras on the back, because then the microphone is not directly pointed at you. But it's something to keep in mind. Um, and then, yeah, the, the lack of periscope and some of the other features that we're looking for. I think this is, you know, this is the year OnePlus is just doing incremental fine tuning, uh, getting a little bit more specific. One thing that I was surprised and I was very interested to hear also is that, you know, during their launch event, OnePlus addressed the whole conversation of ColorOS and Oppo and OnePlus and Oxygen OS very head on. I mean, they went straight deep dive into that conversation. And the reality is what they're saying is that Oxygen OS is still going to be Oxygen OS. It's not going to be where ColorOS is going to take over and the whole code and how everything is put together for, for our experiences on OnePlus devices. One thing I'm very, very much happy to see is that we did not lose the, the slider. That's something that is like iconic to OnePlus. It's almost as like a sandstone uh, backing. Uh, that's literally like the two major iconic things from OnePlus, sandstone back and the actual slider. Uh, but yeah, definitely, I mean, it's a story, right? It's it's still the beginning. I think it's a safe approach. I think OnePlus is trying to go and see and, and sense the interest for the OnePlus 10 Pro. They decided to to basically, like I said, there's no 10. There's just literally a 10 Pro. And there's also a, uh, a lower, not slower, uh, configuration of RAM and storage that we have. We have an 8-128. And that could be something that some people may not be necessarily very keen on. Um, although they did say, though, that they will be releasing... Um, other options later on. And we know, as you see with the Chinese edition, that they do have other versions available in other markets. So it's not a question of can they, it's just a matter of when, right? So, but I'm, I'm with you. Thank you for sharing that, uh, uh, Golan. 
Uh, let me see here. Dominic, Jimmy Fire Dragon. Uh, I went to see a consultant on Thursday and it is. Uh, OK, so uh, arrange my. Oh, yeah, MRI. I hope you're doing well, man. I didn't know you were. Uh, you were you're, OK, so, um, yeah, Dominic, I hope you, you're doing well. Sorry, I didn't know. Uh, OK, let me jump into the next one here. So Antonio Luis is saying, I view the OnePlus 10 Pro um, as a OnePlus doing a give and take. Uh, somewhat of a uh, basically balancing to get the most they could with an 899 price range. So the reality, that's true. They are trying to, and I kind of mentioned this on the other show with one, but I, I kind of want to, you know, it bears to be said again. I think what happened last year is Google came in and truly did a massive disruption to the market, but I don't think a lot of people recognized it yet because you didn't see the ripple effect till later. Google jumped in and said that first and foremost let's just say this they had the, the one of the best campaigns to be able to get people excited for a device they were they were advertising everywhere people really wanted to see what the one what the pixel 6 pro could do it was the first tensor processor there's a lot of things going on obviously it's not just that, that. but what they did essentially is that they came in with their best version of their device now mind you that was the, the lowest capacity storage and ram but essentially again starting at 899 for the uh, for the pixel 6 pro so that 899 price point suddenly became an appealing price tag that companies like to hit. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is we see OnePlus coming in with an 899. They wanted to release a, a phone that you could say that the OnePlus 10 Pro sells for one for 899. And it's basically the best version of their uh, of their devices. Mind you, the storage and the RAM, but again, configuration wise, we're talking the same stack sensor that even if they give us a higher storage or RAM option, it's still going to be the same. So there's that factor of that but I, I can also uh, also understand the fact that they're also trying to gauge the interest of what people will want to do are people going to basically jump on the wagon and start buying the oneplus 10 pro will they see a value in it since that it actually is at 899 it is definitely a little bit more appealing price wise when you go into the retail stores since he you know they got the exclusivity here in the us at least with t-mobile that price tag is starting is going to start appealing to people that go in and look at prices or devices they're going to see that the oneplus 9 pro is sorry 10 pro is at 899 the pixel 6 pro is also 899 um, and of course uh every samsung with the exception of the uh, you know s20 maybe the s20 plus if it's on sale won't be in that price range so the reality when you start looking at it really they're really competing directly with that pixel experience but they're also going to be looking or providing that more uh the bang for the buck appeal for the lack of a better word and then the configuration as you said yes the lack of the additional sensor the fact that we started with a lower storage is a way for them to kind of start up in 2022 uh, they released literally on the last almost the last day of uh, of q1 so they technically did release in q1 and of course the sales are going to be available or in the eu i think if i'm not mistaken i think the 4th of april is going to be when they start of it have them available on shelves and in the us it'll be the 14th of april so both april but then pre-orders are already kind of going on and you can also contact you know check out their website they're doing specials with the free buds um in the us they're doing some decent specials actually on amazon they're giving out an echo show eight or an echo show five like 130 dollars echo show for free to pre-order it if you go to best buy in the us you're also able to get a hundred dollar gift card so if you think about it it's really kind of like a 7.99 price tag on a phone when you're getting a hundred dollar gift card on top of that so they're really trying to sweeten the pot and of course if you buy directly from oneplus you're able to pick up a brand new uh, oneplus bud z2 uh, buds for free uh, so they're they're really trying to entice people to try to experience and try out the oneplus 10 pro um, i'll say this the cameras on these are as good and it may be a little bit better than what we saw with the 9 pro but not enough for me to say that you know you should pick this one for sure 
If you have a 9 Pro, if you have an 8 Pro, I think you can pretty safe for what you were doing this year. I think you're pretty safe from the sense of getting the latest version of Android, and you're pretty much set for 2022, even 2023, um, especially on the 8 Pro. You have 5G, you have all the connectivity. The 865 is way more than enough than what we, what we see as far as devices. The 888 and the 8 Gen 1 are just literally icing upon icing to the cake that is the experience of Oxygen OS. Um, so what I'm, what I'm trying to kind of Put together in, in the experience it is absolutely a give and take it's always a tailored experience this is what makes devices so unique we don't all use the same you know laundry list of you know put everything just put everything don't worry i want six cameras i want 20 cameras you know what i mean it's always a compromise it's what they think will be the right recipe for us to enjoy this phone um, if you're a OnePlus fan, this absolutely caters to your experience. It is pretty much the experience that you've lived in before. Um, it is obviously based on ColorOS, which kind of gives us a few features that I like. One of which is the ability of using the uh, Android page file, well, not Android, but using uh, the ability of using internal storage to augment or supplement the, the RAM on the phone. Now it has eight, but you can add up to five gigabytes from the internal storage to help you give you a little bit more room in case you are kind of bumping around that eight. The question though is, what can you do or is 128 enough? For me, I'll say this right now. Unfortunately, no. That was my same problem with the OnePlus, with the Pixel 6 Pro. I like the 899 price tag. I, I like the fact that they're doing this. I like the fact that they're pushing it. But for my usage, 128 is not enough. The, uh, 256 was barely making what I needed. And that was something that I was dealing with, with the, uh, you know, when, I, when I'm using the, uh, what's it called? The, the S22 Ultra, sorry, the S21 Ultra. Um, names escaping me and you got to understand obviously my needs are a little bit different um i run my business off my phones whatever phone i'm using i'm going to be using to take pictures take photos edit videos cut videos produce videos publish videos uh take a lot of content make sure to, and, and it has to be a day-to-day -day thing and i don't want to have to worry about that you know as the moment i set up my phone and i transfer my apps and everything i'm running out of storage at 128. 256 was decent i i'm real well aware of the online you know storage uh, well uh, light, you know, access to so on. But at the end of the day, what I look for is I always like to go back and pick up things, pictures and so on. And with devices and so on, the last thing you want to do is rely on internet connectivity. I always have it on device because I want to be able to edit it. If I want to put it into some type of content, post it to social media, do something with it, it has to be accessible. So the long story short, I think 128 may work for a lot. For me, I feel like it's a bumping issue for me because it, it will make me have to basically make sure that I always offload my content off of this, which again, kind of relies on data and so on. It is fast. I mean, I'm kind of like rambling for a little bit longer, but either way, I think you get what I mean. Um, TK, the monochrome always reminded me of the M10 monochrome. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the monochrome, the Leica. No, I, I absolutely. I think there's... There is a, there is a, a true art to appreciating the monochrome sensor. Um, Huawei did the same thing. They used to have a dedicated monochrome sensor and then they ended up going to a filter option. I, I don't disagree. I think you're able to run or produce truly amazing monochrome images with filters. But at the end of the day, a true monochrome sensor can truly augment and improve not only low light performance. That was the other thing Juan was talking about as well, but also the ability of maybe using it as for, for depth information. When you have multiple sensors using, the, uh, you know, being used to produce a content, you get better information, at least when you're running two sensors. That was one of the biggest things that they used to do as far as a camera trick, where they take a picture from both angles and then leverage the secondary sensor for the bokeh, because then you have a better understanding of where that field, where the person, where is that basically at that point in in the image where everything behind that needs to be blurred out. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Sorry. I, yeah, no, Golan. And uh, honestly, 
I didn't realize it till I got a question on my video that I posted on the channel on the, on the TK Bay channel. And it was just a very simple question. It's like, hey, I think I'm not, I, I think I saw somewhere where the OnePlus 10 Pro uh, Chinese edition did not have a microphone on the camera stack. And so I was like, that's why, again, I, I reached out to Ash and I was really happy that he was uh, very um, forthcoming and, and again, very, very responsive. I appreciate that as well. Um, and then helping me also understand some of the differences as well when it comes down to the actual tech because the changes don't stop there. There are other options or other things in there that are still also different as well. So um, I see Lonnie's in the chat. Hey, Lonnie, hope you're doing well. El Josa, hope you're doing well, man. Hey, uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Antonio is, uh, we hear uh, we hear a, a bigger battery. Okay, so we do have a 5,000. That's the, one of the biggest things that they changed. And we also got the 8 Gen 1. Uh, and uh, this is a, a comment from Antonio Luis. Um, uh, we get the incredible design and an amazing feel. Uh, we get that for, an, and, and of course, with the awesome screen. Absolutely. Those are different, but, but what I'm, when I'm referring to those, um, Antonio, is I want to keep in mind is from somebody's point of view that's coming from the OnePlus 9 Pro. The 9 Pro has very similar technologies to what we get there. The 8 Pro has similar technologies. So the QHD 120 hertz re uh, refresh rate display has been on the Pro line of devices from, uh, from OnePlus for some years. I think it's when we start talking about the LTPO 2.0. We're talking about the brand new gaming engine, the second generation House of Blood cameras. Those are some of the things that you start kind of enjoying. The 5,000 milliamp year battery, I think, is a definite plus. The additional megapixel front-facing camera. So we no longer have that standard 16 megapixel camera that we've had on OnePlus devices for years. We finally turned on to their 32 megapixel. Uh, we're still stuck at 1080. Unfortunately, that that still didn't change. But what I'm what I'm trying to refer to, at least, or trying to get to, is there are some substantial differences if you are in the market for a new device to entice you to go to the OnePlus 10 Pro. Um, I like the fact that we have fast charging. Now, this is one of those things that also didn't change or did change in a certain way. The OnePlus 8, so the one that Golan has or the one that Ash has as well, um, both of them have 80 watt charging. So the brick that comes with the phone is an 80 watt uh, charging brick that supports uh, basically 80 watt with a USB-C to USB type A cable that comes in the box. And of course, it, the respective cable for the market that they're in. The international or the global edition of the OnePlus 10 Pro also has different variations. The US model does not have a 65 watt, sorry, an 80 watt charger. They have the same 65 watt charging that we had last year with the OnePlus 9 Pro. And I think if I'm not mistaken, it should still be the same for the OnePlus 8 Pro. The reason behind that, it, the way I understood it, was something to do with the power voltage and the way the US market has uh, their power currents because we run on 100, 110 voltage here in the US as opposed to 220. Um, so that had to play a factor in there, but the biggest difference is obviously we're talking in minutes. We're not talking like, you know, 20, 30 minutes, literally within two to three minutes difference between the 80 to 65, but that is something that you need to know. Plus the U S version of the charger that comes on the box supports 45 watt power delivery PD charging, which is not supported in the international market. So again, a lot of little, uh, market specific, uh, differences that you should be aware of. Uh, I personally use my OnePlus charger and I've been using the OnePlus 9 Pro, as you can imagine, and now up to the, 9, the 10 Pro. I use it to charge all the devices because it's such a versatile charger. It's not one of those where you have, you know what I mean? Like you buy one charger and it only works for this. And if you plug it into another phone, it works like a super, super, super low speed. But seriously, I can use the same OnePlus charger to use the charge the OnePlus 10 Pro, uh, or I can even jump on the, uh, you know, S22 Ultra charges it at 45 watt. I can go in and jump in on, let's say here, uh, the brand new red, and this is how we break it. TK was dropping his phones, but that's why we have cases. Uh, so here. The brand new one plus uh, sorry the red me uh the red magic 7 uh, 7 here um, and it'll charge at basically 45 watt although it can go a little bit higher 
some of the things I like about them and <laughs> I, I like, why am I dropping things? Um, sorry. Yeah, no, the, the, uh, the, the red magic is one of my favorite things right now, which is kind of crazy. I don't know if you guys can see it. Hold on. Let me turn that off is, um, turning on the RGB. <laughs> Let's do this here. I don't know if you guys can see that right there. You see, like, there's RGB inside of that phone, man. That fan. And hold on, let me kind of get it here. Right. And yeah, you could see the RGB from the fan side as well as on the back. And, of course, you have that nice little 8 Gen 1 kind of chipset showing on the side, uh, the RAM configuration. This one is a, a proper, uh, <laughs> let me just say this, 18 gigabytes of RAM and 256 gigs of internal storage at UFS 3.1. Um, so when Red Magic decided to go, you know, let me give you all the best hardware. Let, that's it. It also runs at 165 watt, 165 um, hertz when it comes to refresh rate. So, um, yeah, back to the TK Breaks brand new phones he just purchased. Uh, show. <laughs> um, I think Golan. Yeah, no, absolutely. Visually, I think the slider has been the literally like the number one thing that we appreciated. And this one, I, I really was worried about it because um, at one point, if you guys remember the first Nord, the first One uh, OnePlus Nord that came out, and it was mostly a European edition model, anyways. Um, had the slider and then later on they've removed the nord slider the slider from the nords so that nord now is distinguishably different uh, so you don't confuse a nord with a oneplus although they're technically nord is a sub brand of oneplus and oneplus is a sub brand of oppo so let's just you know sub brand of a sub brand of a sub brand um jeffrey riley saying uh what price did cause sorry uh that price did cause some changes yes that that was the biggest thing and i think we're referring to the pixel lines uh, so it, that was the other thing I actually wanted to kind of point out is uh, we noticed Motorola, which was, again, a surprise for me at launch of the uh, the Motorola uh, Edge Plus 20, uh, 2022. They made it so that it had a hundred dollar discount right off the bat, making it an eight ninety nine phone. But you have to understand the benefits that you're getting with that phone. I mean, seriously, like they're, they're talking about 512 gigs of internal storage with a great camera system, not to, no telephoto, but again, a, a certain compromise, a, a flavor of of a device that you kind of you have to look at what it offers and does it meet your expectation. I think those are the things that we look at. It's just does it make sense? But that eight ninety nine price comes back, and I feel like we're going to see more and more of that. Uh, companies wanting to share or hit that eight ninety nine, and that's going to start kind of contributing to the flavor of what the tech that we're looking at, especially for this year because it seems like it's more of a. I'm not going to say an auto mode, but an incremental upgrade at best for most of the things that we saw last year. We're not seeing, um, you know, uh, a lot of major changes, a lot of major hardware differences. What we're seeing here is specifically just incremental upgrades, fine tuning, refinements, maybe a design change. Again, the OnePlus 10 Pro did change the design there. But I think what you see here is the ability or the benefits of, uh, you know, when the market essentially is going to be dictated by by cost and availability right hardware is expensive at some point we need to kind of figure out you know not every phone can be a thousand dollar plus and i think we're starting to get tired of seeing that every iphone every samsung and and a lot of other companies wanting to hit that one thousand and go over that a thousand dollars and they're not seeing the sales to match their demand it's like you aspire to something and you're not seeing it happen you have to adjust and i think google hit that mark and it shifted the, uh, the gears for them uh you know as you know it always kind of becomes very an interesting approach when we start looking at market demand and Again, Samsung tried to combine the Note and the S series. Um, so Antonio Luis, I think we saw it in there. I think uh, HN1. Yeah, absolutely. So just to kind of real quick hit up on Antonio's point, they are absolutely 
a plus, but you have to keep in mind that almost every flagship that's going to come out in the uh, in 2022 is going to come out with the 8th Gen 1. Uh, I mean, the Dimensity 9000 right now, we're not seeing it in an international market. Right now, the only phone I can confirm, at least that has it, is the Find X5 Pro, and that's only a Chinese edition, and I'm having a very hard time trying to get a, my hands on one of them. I want to really see the Dimensity, what it can offer, and it's interesting an approach here. Not a, not a lot of people are able to get, in and get, get their hands on it. Um, Chemi's in the chat. Hey, man, Sabaho, hope you're doing well. Uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon, sorry, I'm like catching up on the comments. Uh, 256 gigabytes is pretty standard. Um, so here, Dominic is jumping back. It's 256 should be the standard nowadays. I think as we go, as time goes on, as the fact, the fact of the matter is this. If a phone can generate or can shoot in 4K60, 4K30, 4K120, 8K30, and you have these sensors that can produce all of that content and then they want you to live in that. This is, I mean, literally some of the main things that they gave us as far as, you know, the, the explain, you know, the, the, I guess the launch event and the information, you know, the expand mode, uh, the ability of using the Hasselblad pro video mode, uh, pro, uh, pro photography mode, all of those things will eat up storage. I mean, if you try to just shoot raw or even trying to use the full potential, the full 50 megapixel sensor on the ultra wide or the 48, you're going to be stacking up and filling up your storage in no time. So the reality, I think I'm, I'm with you, uh, Dominic. I think 256 is the standard. That should be the standard. Um, I think Samsung did it slightly smarter this year where they gave the 128 a bump to the 256 for free. Although we were talking still over a $1,000 phone on the S22 Ultras. But the reality, I think that it is something that I think it values or people will value now having more storage. We lost, we don't have the SD card anymore. We have basically phones like Sony keeping the flagship going. And I do want to do one last thing. I want to see still. I'm waiting on the Android 12 update for the Pro I. I want to do a, a, re, a redo a video on the Pro I with Android 12. Unfortunately, it is rolling out, but it is slowly rolling out. So we'll have to see what we can do there. Um, oh, here. Uh, so here, I live in the UK and I want to buy the X70 Pro Plus, but we don't have it in here. Um, do you reckon? Okay, so personally, I, I'll say this. If you love photography, if you, if you want to get the best... I, I will say, even to this day, with early 2022, with a lot of devices being released, till we see maybe a successor to that, the X70 Pro Plus will not only meet but exceed your expectations from manual photography, automatic, microphone array, uh, storage capacity, storage, uh, basically processing power. It's everything that you'd expect, and I think it's a great recommendation if you want to import it. My main thing I will say this, though. Make sure it supports the bands for the carrier that you're using. This is one thing I could not enjoy with or actually test out with the X70 Pro Plus is I couldn't use it in the US. It's an Indian version of it. So it did not support any of the bands here. I wasn't even able to get signal. Like it wouldn't even get um, a bar. Like it doesn't give me an edge or, you know, HSPA, whatever, nothing. So for me, T-Mobile did not support it. Make sure you get that. And if you do want to get that, make sure that it supports the bands that you have. Otherwise, I think there's no question that that device will meet your expectation and even, you know, even go more. It is a different device than the X70 because that's a different configuration, different SOC, also different, slightly different camera system. But the Pro Plus will definitely be very nice. And I enjoyed it very much. Um, I covered almost 90% of my coverage of CES this year, uh, 2022, uh, with the X70 Pro Plus because I was doing so much mobile um, you know, content creation, you know, taking pictures, creating reels, shorts, and so on. I, I was really... I enjoyed creating that type of content more 
then having to shoot content, go back to the hotel, shoot a roll, and then give you guys a, a quick update. It was so much easier, so much faster, and, and people are comfortable now using more of the standard, you know, handheld, uh, you know, just experience. Shorts and reels are becoming a big thing for me. Instagram is becoming also a very big presence there. If you guys haven't a chance to get check me out there, um, you know we do have the Android Bay channel there, but it's the primary one obviously is the TKDSL eight six five five main channel there, um, and it's it's literally one of the main things I love uh, you know doing there. I share things in, in general like you know life and so on, but yeah, I'm with you. Um, TNC is a uh, yes, not here in the UK. Yeah, it's it's a little bit harder to get there. Hey, hey, purposely, <laughs> purposely gaming. Uh, Matt's in the chat. <laughs> Welcome back. And congratulations on unifying the name on both uh, your Twitch and your YouTube channel. So it's actually pretty good. If you guys don't know, uh, Matt uh, basically is a game, oh, a gamer, a streamer on uh, Twitch, but also I think it's going to be hopefully coming coming soon to, to YouTube. I'm not sure uh, if he's, uh, I don't maybe if you want to make an announcement, uh, but definitely very, very nice. Um, here um is it tr is it risky to import xme pro plus from china to england it's not that it's risky importing it it's it's i'm pretty sure there are many options that you'll be able to check it out again it's it's going to come down to the version of the phone that you're getting but also the um uh, the, the make sure that this supports your bands because if you get the phone and it doesn't work on your phone company then you're stuck with a phone that a not that it's not a good phone but it's it's just not going to work on your carrier but b it's going to be even harder selling it because other people in your market or other people in the uk are not going to be able to use it either so it's one of those weird things so i would definitely check and make sure that that it does support uh, at least uh, go into the specifications straight up uh, on vivo's site and make sure that it supports the bands that your local carrier has or if you know somebody else that has one and it works then that's also a good test um let me hear Antonio said we also we use a one plus charger to charge everything in the house our switch uh control and everything <laughs> okay I just did the exact same thing I charged my switch with the one plus char one plus 10 pro charger it's just crazy yeah no um it charges everything that's what I like about it sorry I am back I am back I love that see Antonio's reading my mind today good morning man um also, I have the Red Magic 7, and I'm absolutely love uh, for gaming. Uh, for cooling fan, definitely gives us a longer uh, sustained performance. So there's a few things I also want to talk about why I decided to pick it up. Um, I'll be frank. I'll be really frank with with something that is, I don't know how that happened, but it essentially happened. But ever since I left XDA, for some reason, Red Magic doesn't talk to me anymore. They don't respond to my emails. I've reached out, and this is a company that I've worked with them for years. So I'm not sure what is been what has been going on, what what it is. But at the end of the day, I realized, look, I want to cover this phone. I want to check out the phone. I'm actually a fan of what they offer. I, I like this strategy, what they do in the sense of giving us literally the best experience on hardware, not necessarily the best on software as we don't get a lot of updates. But again, every once in a while, I still get updates on the uh, on the Red Magic 6S Pro. So it, it's, it's an interesting approach, but I definitely wanted to check out the phone. So I did end up picking up the phone myself. I ended up basically uh, buying it up and making sure to get my hands on it to experience what they offer. Now, the weird part about it, Typically, when they send me a review unit, you know, the loaners, because they're never, you know, typically intended to be kept, they don't send me the best version. And this one is literally the best version that I was able to pick up. 18 gigs, 256 is crazy when it comes down to specs. So I'm glad that you're, uh, you're able to enjoy that one there. And I'm actually looking to see how does it handle you know, pushing the system to a certain limit when see what the temperatures are going to be. The fan on, on this, obviously, will be a very big plus by comparison by, to any phone. 
but I'm also going to be using their additional fan cooling system that they offered that I still have from an earlier generation of, a one, uh, of the Red Magic phone. So I want to see basically, can we really sustain, like, you know, use uh, power, uh, the, uh, the power pass through, they do have that feature in there and use the cooling system and can we truly tame the HN1 to give us some of the best experiences high frame rate gameplay that we have without throttling our experience so I'm looking forward to that one as well um, honestly the camera on the Vivo is the best from all BBK brands yes so uh, the the Reaper Black absolutely it's it's like a weird experience I, I, it's it's hard to explain it but Prior to try, uh, checking out the OnePlus, uh, sorry, the Vivo X70 Pro Plus, the Oppo Find X5 uh, for uh, Find X3 Pro camera was one of my favorite cameras on the, on the device because I found like Oppo. I mean, if I had to rank the camera experiences now that I've experienced, and even when I had a chance to play with the uh, iQ9 Pro, which I gave back to Juan, the the difference that we're looking at, or at least what we're seeing here, is uh, the device itself or the camera experience kind of goes in stacks. Okay, so. Realme and, and OnePlus are very much kind of, you know, a sub-brand experience. So you're getting good cameras, good, decent sensors. Realme came up with the GT2 Pro this year uh, for their first flagship, uh, like truly flagship at, with no compromise type of an experience. But prior to that, I always felt like it was OnePlus and Realme, and then we go Oppo, and then we go Vivo. Vivo experiments, Vivo pushes the limits. And the X70 Pro Plus, I mean, I can't wait for the X80 Pro Plus to see what it offers. Uh, obviously, X70 is still the main device right now and what they're going to offer us. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that one. Um, and then, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, like Vivo is part. Of, yeah, so Vivo is uh, <laughs> from best of all the VBK brands. Uh, what do we have here, Dan? Yeah. Da, 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 da. How far behind am I? Ooh, okay, I do apologize. I'm about 10 minutes behind on the comments. Hey, Roger's in the chat. Everybody say, hey, Roger. This is uh, Roger, our buddy Roger, kicking it with us. Uh, he's also from the UK, and he has a really cool stream and running some really nice, um, I guess, uh, uh, racing uh, competitions running once a week on his channel. The name on the uh, the name that you see in front of you there is Roger Bot with three as opposed to an E in the middle is the channel. Make sure you check him out and give him a like. Uh, he's a great, great guy. Very, very funny. And uh, if you like to tease him, he has some interesting prizes on his show that makes it so easy to just basically contribute and do things and, and get him to eat some really funky um, gummies <laughs> or, uh, uh, you know, jelly beans and stuff like that. So I, absolutely fun. And, and of course, I do that with all, uh, uh, you know, respect, <laughs> Roger. But it, it makes it fun. It's part of the experience there. Um, Dan, uh, yeah, hey, uh, not many offerings 4K 120 video. And I wonder uh, why is that? Uh, credit to Sony for offering this for uh, for 18 months now. So I think it's it's an interesting approach. So 120, as you can imagine, slow motion, when you're trying to shoot slow-mo, typically what we are stuck to is um, basically either 720p, which typically will give you the best slow motion option on any phone. 1080p will kind of slow it down to 40, maybe 480. Some places will, some devices will see 960. But the reality at the end of the day, 4K 120, and just to kind of also a uh, um, little bit referencing what uh, Dan is talking about here, uh, uh, Sony released 4K 120 on their uh, one, sorry on the uh, Xperia One Mark II last year. Now they uh, and then of course they re-released it. And I say last year, although technically last year was the One Mark III. So the One Mark II started up, and the One Mark III continued it. Now um, one thing to mention is that OnePlus is carrying it over, so they had it last year as well. But Sony did technically bring it up first. It's a very nice option to be able to shoot slow motion and be able to actually get that straight and natively supported on a device because. Oppo devices don't carry that. 
See, that's the other thing that kind of I feel like OnePlus is keeping that 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 essence of what OnePlus is. Um, so OnePlus devices shoot up to 8K 30 frames per second. They shoot 4K 120 frames per second. Oppo devices cap at 4K 60 frames per second on the back main sensors, and that pretty much is the best. They give it to us on multiple sensors, but essentially 4K 60 is the best. And I think this is something that Oppo chooses to be as their flavor of their experience. I'm not saying you know you you need to have 120, but as to Dan's point, why are we not seeing more of that? And I think it's just features, like I said, the cameras and what you know companies like to do. And I think OnePlus has been doing a decent job of that as well. Sony OnePlus absolutely kicking it and, and keeping that. Uh, and that's one of the things that you appreciate, you know, when you go to a Pro Eye and you're using, you know, devices that do have like, you know, a larger sensor on the back, a focus on the main 50 millimeter, or sorry, the 24 millimeter experience, and then jumping over to a 70 millimeter. I take the back. This one actually has a 16, a 24, and a 50 mil. So they give us the, that magic trio of lenses where the Pro, uh, the Mark II and the Mark III, um, well, the Mark II gave us a 16, 24, and 70. The Mark III gave us 16, 24, 70, and, 10, uh, and 105. So that one gave us the dual aperture, uh, dual focal length on the telephoto. So yeah, for sure. Uh, da, da, da. I still want the XFV. <laughs> Dan, you and I both, man. I so want to go over to Juan's and it's like, slip back in my pocket. That's how I want to do it because I know where it is. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the X70 Pro Quest is on Wanda Mobile for 787 pounds. Wow. Okay. So if I'm not mistaken, that's about roughly close to about $1,000 US. So that's after, that's actually probably a little bit cheaper than what it was at launch. Uh, Dominic uh, here. Uh, TK, the most annoying thing about the uh, about importing phones from overseas is voiceover LTE might not work. And that is a fact. That is true. Software support on top of band support is also a big thing. Um, I can tell you this from personal experience because I've talked to a lot of a lot of creators, a lot of people from the Middle East, where they import pixels or they import a OnePlus device, and it just suddenly doesn't get VoiceOver LTE. It's a it's a very nice feature. I mean, this one does support VoiceOver LTE, Wi-Fi calling on T-Mobile. Um, it supports obviously 5G and even ultra capacity 5G on T-Mobile here in the U.S., which are the new Sprint bands that they initiated, which gives us mid-band 5G as opposed to just low-band uh, the the 5G. So if you're familiar, most devices that say 5G, they're talking about low band 5G. So that's typically two, maybe 300 megabits down. Mid band can shoot all the way up to 700. And of course you have ultra, uh, ultra wide capacity or ultra wide band. And that's gonna give you basically the, you know, one, one megabit or so basically a thousand plus uh, download speeds. Um, although you, you kind of have to kind of really gauge what you're doing. Um, keep in mind that, uh, and I always love saying this because um, the word 5G is a, a moniker of, of a technology. The speeds that you're going to be receiving on your phone, regardless if you have full signal or a little bit, it's going to depend on a few factors. The capabilities of your phone, the modem that you have, the, the new 10 Pro definitely does have a better modem. The 8, 8 Gen 1 is obviously supporting more, uh, more bands and definitely supporting better bands on T-Mobile. But it also depends on the carrier. It also, and the last thing, it also depends on the on the site or the service that you're using. So if you're connecting to a site that actually doesn't support super fast connections for uploads, and you're going to be capped to whatever they're able to give you. So keep in mind that conversation. But yes, uh, voiceover LTE I think is a big factor, as well as uh, Wi-Fi calling. A lot of a lot of people, depending if their company is supported, want to make sure that their phones that they import also have that. And that's that's hard to test. That unfortunately is one thing you you can't really test for. Um, and if you don't think you need it, you feel like you have good service most of the time, it may not be an issue, but VoiceOver LTE uh, gives you the ability of having the benefit of having better data or data connectivity while actually being on a call at a faster connection as opposed to getting really slow connections. So for sure. 
Uh, indeed, thanks to uh, TK for the move, uh, and uh, thanks Stan for the uh, for the assistance. YouTube uh, for videos and Twitch for live streams. Uh, and yeah, so for sure, make sure you hit him up. Uh, per, uh, Purposely Gaming, our, our, our buddy, Matt Tyler. You can always uh, catch up with him and, and catch all of his stuff. Uh, Sebastian Lopez here. Uh, Vivo is, uh, Vivo's brand is, uh, sorry, so Vivo's brand that I am uh, almost interested uh, in comparison with uh, with its sibling brands. It's it's a tough, it's a tough comparison because Vivo, unlike um, OnePlus and Oppo, don't really share much. Like the fast charging on a Vivo doesn't work on an Oppo or a OnePlus. It's actually almost its own little brand, kind of like its own little place. And you see that, you know, Vivo has the IQ brand that kind of jumps under it where Oppo has OnePlus and Realme. So it, it is somewhat segregated and there is that very fine line, but it is technically BBK. So at some point I'm hoping what we see and what we enjoy on, 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 uh, on Vivo devices, we'll start seeing them. I will also say the fact that the five axis stabilization that we have on the Find X5 Pro is no slouch. It is not by any means a camera to, to just pass on and cannot even consider. It is a serious contender for not only stabilization, but also low light and extended exposure shots. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, check out my, my Find X5 Pro video on the main channel. Uh, you will not be disappointed. It's definitely one of the better cameras I've seen on Find devices. And I miss the leatherback. I still miss the leatherback from a couple of generations, the Find X2 Pro, but I definitely appreciate what they're doing there. And the ceramic case or the ceramic back on the Find X5 uh, Pro is really, really nice. I mean, uh, Matt, hopefully Matt still has it. Uh, I'm not sure if Matt's still using it there. Uh, Roger, <laughs> thanks, TK. Appreciate it. We'll have to have some of you some jelly beans. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Um, I, I, I will be very frank for you, you know, with the whole Ramadan and thing. I can't really eat during the day. So... Let's just keep it on your channel and we'll keep all the entertainment. I think it's a lot of fun and I love supporting everybody. Seriously, dude, um, during the week, guys, when I'm when I'm working day job and stuff like that, uh, I typically run my top monitor for live streams. So like typically I wake up in the morning, Dan, Dan's Dan been actually uh, running his, so Grounded Tech, if you guys are not familiar with, he runs his live streams early in the morning and I get the chance to check them out early in the morning as I'm waking up. Uh, later in the middle of the day, then you get Roger jumping in with RogerBot. And then of course we have uh, Matt jumping a little bit later on, a uh, couple, two to three times a week running some COD. Uh, and of course, really, really a nice, just overall experience. I always have them running. And of course, Juan Carlos on Monday for the SGDQA. So for sure, man, always, always. Uh, Mi 11 Ultra, not the Mi 11. Oh, the Reaper Black, I think. Okay, I don't know if I missed the question. So the X70 Pro Plus is among the top camera phones. It can compete with the Mi 11, S22 Ultra, and the Pixel 6 Pro. Um, I think to a certain point, so here's uh, the, the comment there. Yes, it competes very well, and I think it can hold its own much better. Where I feel like the X70 Pro Plus, and it's not all, you know, daisies and roses and kind of thing on the other side. The performance on the phone when you first pick it up, you're going to feel like it, it's not as snappy as, a, as, let's say, a Pixel 6 or an S22 Ultra um, or even the Mi 11 Ultra. Something is uh, in the UI element for, for, for fun touch uh, UI. Is, uh, is something, I don't know if it's intentional, but it just has a little bit of an, uh, a slightly slower uh, uh, kind of like run. Like you click a mode, the camera takes just ever a little bit longer to turn on. But when you snap into it, it automatically it works exactly as you can expect. Setting it up on a tripod will obviously give you the best experience to jump into manual modes. But the mics, oh my God, the mics on the X70 Pro Plus are really, really good, especially for voiceover, for uh, recording audio, anything like that at an event. It's not gonna. It's not going to disappoint. Uh, and and I'm and I'm with you there. <laughs> T 
TNC. Roger, Roger Bud is an easy choice. Yeah, no, man. Roger, Roger's a really good guy. Um, really, really love his work. And uh, yeah, really, really happy. I mean, he and I both got a chance to check out the, the Xiaomi 12 Pro. So if you guys haven't had a chance to check out, we both have videos on our main uh, respective channels as well. Um, oh my God. Okay, so here, uh, 9 Pro. I used the ROG Phone 2 before. Okay, so here, Dominic is saying, I used to use the ROG Phone 2, which I still have my ROG Phone 2 here. Um, and uh, it's it, when uh, when voice, uh, voiceover LTE did not work. So yeah, so for, I had the same problem because I imported the ROG Phone 2. So the ROG Phone 2, there was two versions, right? There was the Chinese edition that was the 10 cent edition, and then there was the international one. On a trip to be, uh, to China with Huawei for uh, basically it was a media thing that I was going through back when I was at XCA. Um, the uh, they gave us uh, I, I was able to a friend Michelle actually uh, he had a friend that was able to sell me one at the time where the phone was selling for like nine hundred and you know almost a thousand dollars in the U S but the ten cent edition he sold it to me for four hundred bucks it was used obviously it wasn't brand new which just to kind of mention to you guys seriously buying from tech from techies anybody that you know reviews videos like us and stuff like that when you're buying phones from them you know you're buying a phone that's been well taken care of a phone that's been uh kept in a case and used and of course uh till this point this phone was perfect till i started dropping it on my keyboard but you know what i mean though right it's something you have to keep in mind and, and kind of enjoy uh and you also know how things kind of are, are working so when i picked it up on that one from uh i think i forgot the name of the gentleman but it was in china uh, i definitely got a really good deal on that and that phone as you know has gone through a lot you know uh broken display uh cracked case i had the whole whole bunch of fixes we're happy now um uh, we've moved on to the red magic 6s pro um, and i don't know we may be moving up to the seven <laughs> we'll see how that one goes um let me see here. They released a new update on the Android version for uh, Chrono Trigger that makes uh, that makes it full screen. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Thank you. I'm definitely. I'll make sure to download that one. I, I'm barely setting up, so I'm uh, I'm more set up and more running full uh, fully on the OnePlus 10 Pro. Uh, this one literally I got it yesterday, so it was I got it after one left, so I didn't get a chance to show that to him. Uh, Roger Sharma's video was absolutely enjoyed watching it twice. <laughs> see, he liked it so much he watched it twice. That's exactly how we do it. Uh, here, let me jump in real quick. TK, uh, T uh, sorry, the Android Bay, TK Bay. Don't forget, um, I was using the official UK version from the ASUS store. Oh, so that's an interesting approach. Okay, so even so, then even even in there, they didn't release it. I wonder if this was something that maybe just wasn't available. They just didn't want to support it. That they just brought in it. I don't have an experience. I'll take that back. I have an experience with the ROG Phone 5 from last year, and that did support US supported uh, bands, but that was also the one intended for the US. So this may also be something to keep that in mind in there when we're looking at devices, but I'm surprised. So ASUS, I mean, support on that software also was a little bit uh, you know, on and off. Although I did technically receive two Android version upgrades uh, to the uh, ROG Phone 2 before it finally kind of took its last breath. Uh, but it is very interesting to see uh, why ASUS wouldn't support voiceover LTE when it's selling it in the market. Like you'd assume that they want to make sure they cover everybody. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, I'm sorry about that one, Dominic. I, I really, I wish it was something that they did fix. Um, Golan, jumping back here, uh, there's almost no difference between the Oppo Find X5 Pro and the OnePlus 10 Pro, but there, uh, but there is a difference in price. I don't understand them. Uh, BBK is confusing. So... There's a few differences here. There's actually a little bit more differences in, in the sense of features. I will probably say that the technology for the display is probably identical. I think it's pretty much the same panel used on two different phones. And the reason I say this is the Find X3 Pro and the and the OnePlus 9 Pro. I got a glass protector. Was it last year? Obviously last year. 
And I they, the pack was like a two-pack from Whitestone Dome Glass. And I installed the same glass on both the Find X3 Pro and the OnePlus 9 Pro. It was the exact same thing, which is a plus if you're looking for accessories, if you're in the market where, you know, uh, the Find X doesn't get a lot of glass protection. But I think that, yeah, for the most part, we know they share technologies. We know there is a lot more synergy between the two. But when it comes to configuration and the, and the, and the design, they are somewhat different. The camera stack that we have on the back, I think the OnePlus 9 Pro, sorry, the 10 Pro has a, a very decent camera uh, system, although more so closer to what it was on the 9 Pro than it is to the Find X5 Pro. Remember, the, five, the Find X5 Pro has a five-axis stabilized main prime sensor, and it's a dual 50-megapixel sensor as opposed to a 50 and a 48, which is, again, what I feel like last year was their big winning factor or combo. The 48-megapixel, or sorry, the 50-megapixel ultra-wide was one of the best ultra-wides, and it still holds its own. So there are differences. They they truly purposely make it so that it's not exactly the same experience on both of these devices so that you don't feel like if you're holding it and you're using it. Now, the fact that we know that ColorOS is maybe in the base, in the, in the base code of Oxygen OS, I think that's more us talking about it. But from a user standpoint, I promise you, if, if somebody picks up a OnePlus, and I don't have to say it, if let's say this, if I show you a phone that looks like this and I show you a phone that looks like that, you would not guess that these phones, let's, let's put them next to each other, that they're related to each other or that they use the same technology. They don't look the same. They don't feel very much. When you get into the software, unless you're literally booted up both of them, you've set them up and you're using them, you really wouldn't know. And I think that's the biggest thing that we want to keep in mind. Sorry. I keep my Find X5 Pro there because I always need to shoot some content with it. Great camera, great low light photography as well. Um, the kings of Zoom cameras are Samsung and Huawei. Xiaomi joined them uh, last year with the fine, obviously with the 11 Ultra. Uh, hope BBK can uh, jump on the bandwagon, uh, basically jump on uh, on that, uh, and for them to actually start kind of providing us some type of experiences there. Um, it is interesting though to see that you know BBK did not even try to approach that. They're really focusing more on stabilizations, providing us better cameras and better performance. The Zoom is. It, it's it's a it's a camera of an opportunity it's an opportunity camera right and I say that because we don't typically new, use true zoom in the sense of what we need um, there is one thing that I I'm not gonna lie I really appreciate about what, what what Samsung's been doing here and that's using the dual zoom sensors not giving me one sensor that can do more but essentially giving us two sensors a three times and a 10x zoom optical not digital. Uh, the, the hundred times zoom is a is a is a very much a gimmick, and I'll say it very honestly. It's a gimmick because it's something that you'll use once in a while, and you will probably end up just maybe getting the shot that you want, but you won't really use it on a daily basis. You don't really want to get that much zoom. You lose so much more quality. The 10x I think works great. I think Xiaomi did a good job with the you know, Mi 11 Ultra, and I feel like hopefully 12 Ultra, whenever that comes out, uh, it will kind of feed into that same experience as well. So I think that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to. Why BBK is not on board with that, we'll have to kind of uh, wait and see. Uh, but I think I just, I would prefer more of a solid, uh, you know, a higher megapixel sensor than what we got. You know, the OnePlus has right now, I think it's an eight megapixel for a 3.3X zoom. And that's actually more than enough for most of us. But in cases like when I was with my son and we were at the swimming pool a couple of weeks ago for a meet, uh, I really wanted that zoom range. I wanted to be able to punch in so close to him, even though I was on the other side of the pool. So there are cases that make sense, but I feel like the ultra wide is a little bit more functional for me. So a 50 megapixel ultra wide on this definitely is more functional. And I think that's what BBK's main focus on. Focus, standard focal length, which is technically their wide lens, and then their ultra wide lens that they are talking about as well. 
Uh, Matt says, like, uh, when I first got the ROG, vo uh, ROG to voice over TE worked fine. It was after I, uh, I believe that December security update that it would never worked again. So that's interesting. Okay. So that is, it is very interesting that they, they borked their own features. I think the Oppo OnePlus 10 Pro Global Edition uh, supports all bands. Uh, I'm not sure about the Global FX5 Pro. So yes and no. So the version that I have here is an unlocked band, an unlocked model from from OnePlus, and I just want to say thank you, of course, for letting me check it out. Um, it is unlocked, and in a sense, it does support all bands, but it doesn't support 5G on all bands. This is not a uh, um, what do they call them? Um, I think it's the um, the insider phone from Qualcomm, where it actually truly is. And 5G supports everything on the, uh, in the international market. Um, in the US, if you plug in a, a T-Mobile SIM, it picks up all the bands as well as ultra capacity, as I mentioned to you. Uh, if you jump on Verizon, you're probably going to get LTE if, if at best. And the same thing if you jump on uh, with, uh, with, uh, with 5G on AT&T, you're not going to pick up 5G. The phone doesn't even register 5G on a 5G SIM inside of the phone. The best I was able to get was 4G LTE. So there's going to be a slightly different experience. And I think part of it is certification. Part of it is uh, obviously band support, but it... It's intended to perform, obviously, much better than the Chinese edition one. Um, actually, I didn't get a chance to ask Ash and see how how was the Chinese edition working for him as far as band support, you know, full over LTE and so on um, on the One uh, OnePlus 10 Pro. But if Ash, if you're still in the in the chat, please, I would we would love to hear that from you if you, if that's possible at all. Um, the Mari Silken X here, the advantage of it, the Mari Silken S as well as Oppo uh, ceramic back uh, and more RAM, I think that is the extra cost is justified. That's another definitely a big difference between the Find X5 Pro and the OnePlus 10 Pro. The primary, the you know, their own proprietary NPU that's built in is all going into the Oppo side of the house. And I don't, I don't think OnePlus is getting some of that. OnePlus is primarily focusing right now on their Hasselblad uh, collaboration. Although that did kind of come over to Oppo. We now have the X-Band uh, support in there. But it's something to keep in mind. OnePlus is still very much its own experience. And uh, Oppo is the one that pushes the, the limits when it comes down to stabilization, better camera, Vivo, even the same in that same boat. But I feel like I still feel like Vivo is slightly ahead. Sorry about that. Uh, Joey says the Pixel 6 Pro telephoto is so is, is no slouch, though. No, no, no. There is no question that the, the telephoto experience the benefit of going from the 6 to the 6 Pro for just for that telephoto lens is so worth it if you need that lens. If you don't need that lens, you, you have a very similar experience running on the main sensor on it. But the telephoto lens on the on the Pixel 6 Pro is crazy good. And it, but that's one thing that I think uh, you know Pixel's been known for. Remember, they chose to go to, to telephoto before they chose to go to uh, ultra-wide on the first dual-lens uh, devices or the first dual-lens system that they went on. And now we finally obviously have you no know, triple camera, wide, ultra-wide, and of course, telephoto. So uh, to Joe's comment, absolutely, absolutely. The, the, the Pixel 6 Pro telephoto is a boss and it is up there amongst all of the telephoto lenses that you can you can seriously sit on. And it's it doesn't have to give you that 100 times just to kind of flex for, for the sake of flexing. Oh my God. Just pop it, uh, <laughs> purely pixel in there. Uh, yeah, da, da, da. Golan. Uh, oh, here. Uh, um, despite the audio quality, I listened to uh, uh, to you and Juan uh, entire broadcast later. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> it was. I, I seriously, I think what we need to do is either I don't know. I, I really don't know. Anytime we do it outside, it it challenges us. I, I'll say this right before the show started. Okay. I tested it out, the uh, the uh, the S22 Ultra, the Note22 Ultra, 
you uh, recognize the microphone from the Rode wireless microphones that we had. It was connected over USB-C. It's the same setup that we typically have used. We've always connected via USB-C. The audio system gets recognized. I jump into Chrome. Everything worked great. I don't know if it had something to do with the way, um, you know, StreamYard is working with Chrome or maybe the version of Chrome. It just did not work for us. It was just not working. The moment I hit live, the audio from the microphone just stopped working and, every, and you guys couldn't hear us. And then luckily we were using the Tab S8 Plus because I wanted to kind of have more of a, a tablet in front of us to read the comments. And that ended up being our system to kind of go with. And of course, there was a whole bunch of, if there were if, if there are two people are on mics, all of the different background noises will start queuing in. So between the lawnmower, between the garbage thing and whatever, um, we just have to find a better place with good internet connection and make that our next or like our, our go-to thing. Um, although I will say this, Juan and I are trying to work out, uh, trying to do more uh, like a day trip to try to go take some more better pictures and so on and maybe do some uh, some sh uh, shoots on, on locations and stuff like that to kind of expand the cameras and, and really test them out to the full potential that we're able to. So uh, hopefully we'll see some more of those, although they're not going to be live streamed, but you'll definitely see some some better, more interactions that way for us. Um, I literally want Google, uh, sorry, I'm uh, literally what Google said, people wanted uh, phones with a couple of years ago. No, exactly. Sebastian, I'm, I'm with you. It's, Google stood up and answered everybody and said, no, you don't need a uh, ultra-wide and telephoto was the thing. And then, of course, a year or so later, they kind of changed the direction and gave us, gave us that experience. I think at the end of the day, what people want is a versatile camera system. It's weird, right? I mean, at the beginning of smartphones and everything, everybody wanted the smartphone to be more compute. It was more about content consumption. Now, when you're picking up a phone, you're really making a big part of that decision based on the camera system. You know, does it produce good camera, uh, good pictures, especially on the higher end model, even mid-rangers at this point. Um, so the 10 Pro really is no slouch. If you're looking for a good camera system on a OnePlus, the 9 Pro, the 10 Pro are some of the best options on the market. I think the 8 Pro is also up there. I feel but if, like if you had to pick between the two and you're coming in fresh, I wouldn't, I, right now, I probably would say get a OnePlus 9 Pro for $799 that has a 12 gigs of RAM with 256 gigs of internal storage and will run Android 12.1, sorry, Oxygen OS 12.1 based on Android 12. Um, on it because that's it, it is concurrent with the version of what the what we have in here but I, I'm, I'm with you joe uh here <laughs> uh the reaper Black, uh jumping back um any phone i get would be considered a huge upgrade i still have a huawei p40 pro uh the camera is not as good as it was when it first launched interesting okay um i don't have the i've been using the p50 pro which is again obviously the latest one that they have uh, but I'm wondering if it's something to do, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe a reset of the phone may help improve the experience. But I'm with you. If the phone that you have is not doing it or it's not working for you, I recommend obviously picking up something that works for you. The X70 Pro Plus will definitely be a better experience. It has Google Play services. There's a whole bunch of other things as well. But you have to also make sure that it works for you on, uh, on, on the carrier. I think Huawei has a better presence in the UK, and I don't think Vivo is as much uh, in the UK, at least. I know at least they don't recognize, uh, like in the setup options of the Vivo, they don't even list the US. Lebanon, my home country, has <laughs> is, is listed there, but the US is not. So uh, I guess it works in Lebanon, but it doesn't work here. Uh, let me jump back here. Da -da -da. Need Zoom in my Oppo and OnePlus colon. It's like, I need my Zoom. No, I, I'm with you, man. We need a camera system that that's very flexible. I think, like I said, the S22, or actually, I still think, as you said, the Pixel 6 Pro, the S22, the Mi 11 Ultra, and, of course, uh, even Sony. So I don't know. I know you guys may not have a lot of experiences uh, 
Sony has some very good experiences when it comes to cameras. The uh, Xperia 1 Mark III and the Xperia 5 Mark III both feature the quad lens setup or the quad, the four focal length setup that we have on the cameras on the back. And those are very flexible because it's actually using elements of glass in the sensor in the telephoto lens to actually change from 70 to 105. It's not just a, a digital zoom without digital cropping uh, of the image. So very nice. So I don't know, Golan, if you've ever had or tried some Sonys as well. Um, don't don't play Joe doesn't play anymore. Uh, I haven't actually speaking of Joe, Joe and Matt, if I'm not mistaken, have started their own show. Um, I don't have the link directly to the channel, but I think I saw uh, uh, Juan posting about it earlier this week. He was one of their guests. Uh, they're running their own show. They're starting it. It's going to be on Sundays as well. So please make sure to check out Joe's, uh, Joe uh, Hickey's uh, channel. So he's purposely pixel. And I think that's the name of the channel that's going on, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let me jump in here. Da, da, da. <laughs> oh man, I always miss being here live. No, I know, man. I'm. It's it's fun to have the gang back, kind of like all all together here. And I'm pretty sure it, it, it's pretty safe to say there's a good chance Juan is just lurking in the background. He's just not talking. You know what I mean? It's like as typically we we do. And I try to do the best again. Like I said, I I'm always I try to be on all the uh, all the uh, podcasts. And if I have to step away, I always make sure that I keep it running just to kind of show the support. Um, I think. Uh, if you, if there's any at any time you're able to and you can, even if you can't be engaged uh, in the conversation, but at least showing the numbers, at least it helps the algorithm um, on Twitch or so on. Make sure, obviously, you know, open put a, put the stream on a tab, even if you're not on that tab, it still helps the uh, the creator. Um, uh, here, Dan is jumping plans. Oh, here. <laughs> Dominic, thank you very much. Please subscribe to the Best of Our Week channel with TK and Juan because it, it only has 242 subscribers right now. That number is getting higher. It, it, it's, it is a, a, a product of a passion between Juan and I. Um, we obviously enjoy our, our own company. We hang out. We like to talk all the time. And uh, it was something that we realized over time that it felt like it would be a good show for us to kind of co-collaborate on. Uh, and it is definitely a really nice show. So it does go on Thursday nights, typically. It's in the evening on Thursday nights at about 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, but uh, And again, when we do the live shows, it always uh, comes up on a Friday in the morning around 9 o'clock in the morning. So yes, the best of our week. It, uh, it's its own podcast. And of course, uh, it also has its audio version, which is the same as what we have here. And it goes up about a day or so later. So for sure. Thank you. Thank you, Dominic, for the for the plug on that one. Um Grounded Tech Dan says, Vivo have uh, have a couple more lower uh, mid grade uh, handsets uh, coming up. Uh, Going to try to see if he can get one. That's a very good good option. Um, not to kind of bring it back to Ramadan a little bit. I just realized this is my, so. This is my first day. Typically, as you guys know, in show when we're talking, we always try to make sure to hydrate. So trying to do a long uh, uh, talking for such a long time, I'm just realizing mouth is starting to dry up a little bit. I'm not going to slow down, but I just kind of, uh, I'm just realizing, you know, day one is always going to be day one and day two are, are adjustment periods. Cause what's you, when you start realizing, you know, you just need to like, oh, okay, I, I just don't need to keep going and trying to grab stuff, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, ta, ta, ta. Oh, here. So let's okay, one last one before here. Uh, the Reaper Black saying, uh, we have most, we have most brands sadly, except Vivo. Uh, they don't care about the, uh, about the region. I think it's because it, their main focus is, seems to be more of the, you know, I don't know, I'm not gonna say the Middle East, but it seems like India is a big market for them. Um, and it's more focused on that area of the world. I'm familiar with the brand Vivo. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. They've, um, not personally, but I think of, you know, Juan is one of them, obviously, but they've also seeded out. Um, you know, devices to other people, like with the X70, the X60, I think one of, one of, I want to say even the X50s. Uh, but the biggest difference that we have here is that we just need more options, right? 
we want to be able to see the best of what what, uh, what BBK can offer as a uh, as a camera stack. And seriously, without Juan's help, I would have never had an opportunity to check out the S70 Pro Plus, and it wouldn't have never been even on my radar. That's the weird part, you know what I mean? Like you need to make sure that you have understanding that. The world, although we have regions, and I think to, to the Reaper Black's comment, you know, we have regions, you know, US or Europe, Asia, Middle East, and so on. The internet is not regionalized. YouTube is not sitting here saying, I'm not gonna share with you a video from the UK just because, you know, you're not in the UK. The internet is the internet and that's how we reach and that's how, that's how um, conversations like ours, what we're doing right now, we're sitting here on a live stream on a show on a Saturday morning, but it literally is across the world. And I think that's the main benefit here, you, you get to enjoy that type of experience. Um, and you're able to communicate. So devices need to start really thinking of that PR companies and companies themselves need to start understanding that regionalizing devices doesn't always work, you are always going to be able to get it kind of work with something. The perfect example, the uh, the P50 Pro from Huawei. I know it doesn't support, it doesn't work in the US the way it's supposed to, but it gives me 4G LTE. I get some of the best camera stacks that we can get on a Huawei to date. And of course, we still have uh, some of the experience, the best experiences as far as using, uh, you know, EMUI desktop and so on. But it's a device that typically you would never know about out here because we know that, you know, Huawei doesn't sell anymore in the US. I'm hoping to see Honor come back. I'm waiting to see what the Honor, uh, the uh, Magic, uh, the Magic Four Pro uh, does. Uh, we got a chance to see it in MWC, but it's been kind of quiet a little bit from Honor, so we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, here, Chemi's jumping back here. Even uh, when I don't talk <laughs> that much here, always try to be here. Uh, it helps the algorithm, uh, but I love to hear uh, about what you are, what you're saying, and also the audience is way smarter uh, than other <laughs> than in the tech market. It's it's part of what it is, man. We 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 kind of gravitate. We we try to keep together in in conversations that make sense to us and that obviously obviously fit what we are interested in. And I think that's the beauty of it. Um, so it it always feels like I'm I'm you know preaching to the choir and I'm talking to you guys. But I seriously look forward to the chat. I I look forward to having this conversation with you guys. Um, and it's it's something like if there was a way to make it so that we can all talk to each other and have it more of a conversational. That would have been a perfect thing, but obviously this is the best that we have right now. We with the ability of communicating with everybody at the same time, so it's it's definitely appreciated. And thank you, thank you, Chemi and I go back way back, even way before our, when we met up at the at the honor event in uh, in um, I, I want oh in Berlin in Berlin. Um, oh, Golan. Okay, so here Golan jumps back in. Um, I had a, a large number of models of Sony Ericsson's and Sony Xperia's. Uh, the last one was the great Xperia Z. Oh, the XZ Premium. Nice. That was, a, that was okay. Yeah. Uh, so Sony kind of had a massive shift of approach after that, right? They went with the compact edition. And then, of course, now we have the Xperia 1, the one, uh, the one, one and the 5 and the 10. Those are primarily their, their trio of devices, which... In the US, we only get the one and the five, but in the EU, uh, European market, you get the one, the five, and the 10. The 10 is more of the budget line. So yeah, for sure, for sure, I'm, I'm with you. Um, oh, the, okay, here, uh, for instance, uh, if something bad happens to the X70 Pro Plus, it's impossible to get it fixed in England or whatever the screen uh, you know, smashes or anything like that. It, it's gonna be a big problem and you'd have to send it to China. It's, it may be even something different. So this is the weird thing that depending on who you buy it from, if you don't have original proof of purchase, you may not be able to claim that. So this is the big part of where regional models kind of become a big factor. Like somebody that picks up a OnePlus 10 Pro, the original version that was sold in in China. Yeah, technically you're right. If they're able to show the proof that they bought it directly from OnePlus or from an authorized retailer, they're able to use that for the warranty to be able to send the phone back to repair. 
obviously not going to be a cheap experience. It's not going to be the best experience. Uh, and one thing to mention, the X70 Pro Plus is definitely a, a heavy, heavier phone. So you want to be able to make sure to take care of that. Although the backing on it is not glass. So it's something that also will be a little bit more prone and less prone to damaging on the back. Uh, but I agree. Yeah, it's it's a little bit tougher. Uh, da, da, da. <laughs> Across the pond. <laughs> it's a, it is definitely a throw a throwback to uh, yeah the old show and everything for sure. Uh, Donald, hey, Donald Lazino's in the chat. Hey, TK, uh, who is number two in your opinion after Apple and Samsung? So the interesting approach here, I think, is when we start looking at it, you know, what what device, what company is number three right now? It's, it's a tough one. The reason I say this is this. Although we have OnePlus, sorry, although we have Samsung and we have Apple as the de facto top tier of experiences when it comes to both ecosystems, um, I, I will say that they're both offering us a slightly different flavor of experience. And when it comes to Android, this is where it becomes a little bit more functional. In the U.S. market right now, it's a competition between, uh, basically, I feel like if I had to kind of rank them by order, I feel like Samsung, Motorola, uh, and it goes, not to say that Motorola is better, but I'm talking about just basically market share. Motorola ate up a lot of LG's market share that was in there, and they're definitely selling a lot more devices. OnePlus and, and Pixel are kind of sitting right next to each other. And when we start talking about, you know, recommendation as far as cameras and, and experiences and everything, it, it starts becoming a little bit harder to kind of say what one device is more. If we look at the uh, Edge Plus 2022, uh, this device is seriously a quiet sleeper. I think most people are looking at it and say, well, you know, it's just a flagship from you know Motorola. It's not going to be the best. But when you start looking at the true functional things that this thing offers, the price point that this is coming at, the fact that it supports ready for the support, the fact that it supports, uh, you know, Snapdragon sounds, HN1, all of that good stuff, great cameras. They're actually really good cameras. And you'll see more, th more, more videos from Juan covering those. Um, and then you start also factoring that the fact that that phone uses pen input, seriously, like it's a it, the price, the bang for the buck experience is way more on the consumer side. You're getting way more than what you normally pay for. Um, when you start looking at OnePlus devices, the speed, the true performance, the uh, you know the updates, uh, and all of the things that you typically love about OnePlus with performance, speed charging, fast uh, processing, the gaming I think is still something that is getting better. And I think Pixel is also kind of picking up where it becomes more of a, a very much auto mode. You jump in, you take a picture, you know it's always going to be good. It's going to be resist, uh, you know, uh, not resistant, resilient when it comes to uh, software updates, features, very much integrated into the Google ecosystem, way more than some of the other companies. So it, it's hard to kind of label a device as number three. On sales purposely alone, I honestly feel like Motorola will, will be taking that because they're really, they did a very decent job of jumping in and taking over the LG market in the US. I feel like Pixel and Sony could have done more, but Sony is no slouch. They're definitely showing profit. They're doing better in their mobile division. And I'm very happy to see that their, their approach and their philosophy is definitely winning on this one. So for sure, very, very nice. Uh, da, da, da. Let me jump in here. Motorola, see, I didn't even see the, okay, so yeah, look, I didn't even see the comment from Earl. It was more like further down on the chat. So as I'm reading it, and I was like kind of saying Motorola, like as you can imagine, yes. Earl, you and I, yeah, right there. Same wavelength, my friend. Uh, Donald, definitely, for sure. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm eating, I'm eating cocoa peanut butter cereal right now. Matt. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I hope you enjoy it, man. I really hope you enjoy it. I, uh, and I really hope things are good. So I do want to talk about one thing. So yesterday, after one left, I posted a picture of these guys. Okay. So actually, you know what? It'd be funny if I did not turn on secondary camera. So let's do this. 
open up. And if I'm not mistaken, so here, I'm going to turn on auto and yay, we're here. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Exposure way out of whack. So, uh, oh, by the way, uh, the, the other video that I posted earlier this week, I'll give it a second, is the Redmi, uh, this is the Redmi Pro Plus. Oh, come on. Is it really? Oh, it's, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was the, the shiny one. Okay. It was because uh, the, the, the reflective material on the back, it always kind of loses focus on that on the camera. Uh, so definitely a really nice phone that I dropped a video for earlier this week. So, but I don't want to take too much attention off of this one. I do want to say, look, so we have a few options here that uh, extreme, uh, sorry, extreme skins, uh, thanks to Matt, he hooked it up. Uh, the channel definitely really, really appreciates them. So they sent me a few options here and I posted a picture of all of these on Instagram and on Twitter. So let me go ahead and put this one away. And because we did that, let's go ahead and bring up the tweet and see, I, I got an interesting number uh, of, uh, of comments and uh, you know interesting uh, approaches to it. So yeah, let me go notifications. And where is it here? Da, da, da. And here, okay. And we're gonna jump in here. We're gonna open up the comment. I'm gonna also share the uh, the video here. So here, the, the screen on the second one and boom. So an overwhelming number, a lot of people like them. I got a lot of comments. So we have six and five here. We have number four, number four, number six. And, before, and here, this one, so this is number three. So it's just kind of reference. And he actually showed me the picture of the one he had on his. Uh, there's number two, number two, number two, number five, number three. It, it's really like, an, uh, it's almost like a toss up uh, between all of them. So here, so number six is this one. Okay, so uh, well, actually, let me switch, switch it over. So just kind of referencing it here. So here is the, the number six one that we have in here. Let me just get it to focus. It's a textured white background uh, for uh, the, you know, obviously this is for the S22 Ultra. The green one just kind of copies a very similar, more textured, very straightforward, and it looks really nice. It's more of a seafoam green, if there's a way to kind of put it. Originally, when I looked at all of them, I really liked this one. This one is the uh, the marble one that they put out, and it looks really nice. It's a very smooth texture on the back. The one that we were looking at there, number three, which got a lot of uh, a lot of recommendation, very reflective, very very metallic. So. Um, you know, just from, uh, let me just do this. I want to bring back the picture. I, I want to kind of see what you guys think here. And if you guys can maybe just drop me a comment right now, just kind of less, um, the Yakuza skin killing me. So here, here's the picture. You have one, two, three, four. And, and of course, I forgot to show you guys. Oh, there's two more here. Uh, there's the, uh, the black one here, which is more of a, again, a texturized black. And then of course the classic wood look. And this one, if you guys remember, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the exact same one we got. Or, oh, actually, no, it's a different print. So this is the print I got on the Pixel 6 Pro from them not that long ago. Looks really nice. And I love the fact that I, I picked up a clear case for my Pixel so that I can always enjoy the color uh, of the phone and I never get a chance to miss that. So let me know in the comments which one do you guys like number-wise. So I'm talking about uh, do you prefer, you know, the number one, the more woodsy color that we have in here. Number two, the more, again, the, I would call this more marble uh, kind of a feel. Three, the more metallic look. Four, the more black straight kind of, almost, not a matte, not a matte black, but definitely a very nice textured black. Five, the seafoam green or white, which is, I almost want to say kind of like a leather print, but uh, it's definitely very textured. It actually has a very nice feel to it. So let me just do this. 
uh, let me know in the comments. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear from you guys too. And what I want to do, uh, <laughs> not that I try, I actually want to install it on my uh, on my S22 Ultra right now. So we can definitely do it together as we're doing the the inception uh, on the channel. So uh, a little bit of background. This is uh, the the one I have. I picked up the green edition of the Pixel Six. Uh, sorry, the S22 Ultra, and I do need to clean it up. Uh, this definitely, not that it's not a great color, but I feel like it's time for me to start using a slightly different experience there. Um, and to help you guys a little bit more, I don't know if this will help a lot. Um, I do have, this is going to end up being the case that I'm going to use. This is the uh, Whitestone Dome Glass that I got. So this will be kind of like a little bit of a look of how it would look like if the phone was in there. So this would be, here's the white one. Oops, let's get it back. Here's the white one. Here is, let me see here, the black one. Uh, come on, focus. And here we have the black one. Obviously, you know, yeah, I'm trying to give you as much of a visual uh, essence here, uh, kind of showing it looking like as if the phone is in there. Oh, let's go ahead and put it back here. This is that's not, not bad. That black case with the rim and the black one on the side definitely looks nice. And here, the metallic one. Let's see if we can do that. So here's the metallic one looks really, really nice as well. Uh, this is the way they described it to me. This is some of their more popular colors for the S22 Ultra. So definitely thank you to Extreme Skins uh, for sending it over. You know what? This one? That wood. Man. Okay. That just looks nice. Okay. And the last one is the seafoam or the green seafoam color. So I'm just going to show you guys what it looks like. And it's just, it's very light. It's a very light color. Okay. So let's see what we have here. Um... Okay, so Farhan says he likes one and four. Uh, so, oh, yeah, I just realized I'm, I'm like the comments is in there. Uh, I do apologize. So Farhan says he likes one and two. So one and two, the, uh, the wood and the marble one. Uh, Chemi goes for the black one on the four. Uh, Rogers goes for six. That looks really nice. Dominic, one and two as well. Uh, Matt <laughs> likes wood. <laughs> oh, my God. Joe and Matt always go back and forth on that one. Uh, number set. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two for me. Okay, so here, uh, Ron says go for two. Let's go for that one. Okay, and then last one, we have four and five. Okay, so if I'm not mistaken, I think if I'm I'm seeing a lot, of, actually, I see six once, I see four, I see four twice. Uh, one and two got a couple of options as well. Okay, so maybe let's just do this. Now we're gonna make it very, very, uh, and then, oh, okay, so TNC jumped in with six as well. Ashes, I would go with two. Earl, Earl will jump in with one and four. So believe it or not, one kind of showed up quite a bit. Let's see here. One, one, okay. One and two, one and two, four kind of showed up. Two, four, and then TK, Yakuza TK number two. You know, okay, let's let's do this. Um, I'm going to rock. Let, let's go, let's go with the, with that white color right now. Let's do the white one. Um, let's see how that one goes. Let's see how that kind of just goes in there. And um, we'll, we'll go ahead and do a live install real quick. And as we're doing this, of course, as you guys know, um, it's almost that time of the show where we are uh, basically doing our inception or the TKception show. Uh, just for, for reference, when you're installing any skin from uh, anybody, like be it extreme skins or anybody, make sure that you actually clean up your phone so that the adhesive kind of sticks to it as best as you can. Uh, the OnePlus, or sorry, uh, the uh, device itself, if you notice right there, the camera lenses are, well, here is the cutout for all the camera lenses as well as the name Samsung here is open. So all I'm doing here is I'm just cleaning the surface, providing it a, the best area for it to adhere. Uh, and this one should be actually pretty good, although I may not be able to finish it on camera because I do need to use the blow dryer. They do recommend doing that. So I'm going to take that out. I'm going to keep it here and let it dry. And then now, not to bring in other brands, but... 
will use our OnePlus chamois. When I, they used to include OnePlus chamois in devices. I don't know if you know that. So here, we're going to do this here da, 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 and clean it up. Hope this kind of looks as good as we can. So here, the device is clean. Uh, here we are. Okay, so now we have it as clean as possible sitting in the back. And we're going to go ahead and install the system here. So the best thing to do is align it with the top. So remove the tape. And it is, so this one is a one piece. It's easy. And I am actually going to go ahead and just try to keep it clean. Let's see here. Make sure to align. Nope. Let's do this. We need to do it right. So here. I'm trying to do it sideways, guys. And I'm not sure if I can do this right. And here. And come on. Okay, so you got one. This is where you kind of have to go in and make sure you, your camera lenses kind of fit so that it goes all the way down to here, two. Because we, this is the thing about the design with, the, with here. So here, and then you can definitely see it's aligned at the top. And here, we, in theory, Yep, perfect match on the Samsung name here. So I'm going to use this and I'm going to go ahead and just start putting on the thing here on this side. So let's go ahead and bring this back. So uh, with that being said, I do want to say thank you again very much for everybody for hanging out with us. It is that time of the day with the TKception. If you guys are familiar with the show, uh, we start. you'll start noticing some um, some hashtags showing up in the, in, uh, in the show, in the notes, sorry. I'm trying to give it all the attention because you need to make sure that the lens kind of fit perfectly in there. Because uh, if it doesn't, it doesn't like uh, align correctly here. So let's do that here. One, two, three. Yeah, here we are. And then you just have to press around, make sure that the lenses raise up because it doesn't perturb the lenses. It's more of an aesthetic look. So you want to make sure that it fits perfectly here. And you can pull on it a little bit to make sure that it fits. And for the edges, what I'm going to need to do as soon as the show is over, I need to basically go in and uh, use a little bit of a heat, uh, like a blow dryer to warm up the sides so that it actually uh, kind of sits and it'll have a much better feel. But without further ado, let's see what it looks like in the case with the phone and let me know what you think it looks nice look at that marble i mean look look let's do this here look at the color uh there it just absolutely kicks ass and the fact because it covers most of the phone on the side we have the black coloring you don't get to see the green too much it actually looks very nice in that sense so it looks really really good the samsung name is easily very easy you see the alignment on this is very nice so it really really looks very nice um, I'm actually going to rock this for today. And if, uh, honestly, I'm probably going to just switch between that one and I may go for the white one. I think the white one and the wood are very nice. The silver, it, yeah, it, I have so many to be able to check them out. So that's the beauty of it. Uh, but I always recommend, even if you do install skins on your phone, install them and use them with clear cases so that you realize that you get the best benefit here um, on your device. So let me go ahead and just stop the sharing. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, I may need I may need to do the uh, the Rajabot uh, wheel of uh, wheel of choice uh, um, on the show, uh, maybe as a guest appearance at some point. I would love to actually be able to, uh, you know, chit chat and bring that on and see if we can do some challenges with Roger. 
But um, you know, I, I will say this: you'll start seeing some comments in the chat uh, as with hashtags. If you're new, if you're not familiar with the show, uh, it's part of our show. We call it the TKception. It was a a fluke of a thing that happened a few years ago, and then now we've continued, and it is part of our way of showcasing um, our the support and the love from everybody hanging out with us on the show. So, with that being said, I will say very much thank you to everybody for hanging out with us. Let me go ahead and bring us up, and I'm gonna we're gonna start up obviously with it. Let me see if I can go up all to the top, if I missed up anybody. And here, so we're gonna start up with Greg. Hope you're doing well, man. And let's say share, we're gonna do screen. And th this is really, uh, it happened by coincidence. I was trying to do a share screen one time and this happened. <laughs> so TKception, it's a big, you know, it's a part of the show. So thank you very much for Greg for hanging out with us, kicking it with us again on your Saturday and hanging out with us here for, uh, for another show for the Android Bay. Chemi Torres, as always, TKception, TK the Android Bayception, TK Gokuception, as always, Goku family, as you know, TK Kakarot Bay, uh, TK Tesla Bay. I'm trying to do more videos um, on Teslas, and I don't know if you saw this, but um, I'm trying to do the Did You Know kind of a, a series on tech. Okay, specifically, hey, like, did you know you could do this? And I feel like this would be a good series to kind of cover, not just, you know, tech when it comes to cars, but also tech on smartphones and so on. And I think we can also kind of keep that one going. And I'd love if you guys have that, had a chance to check it out. Um, everybody else kicking out with us, of course, Roger. <laughs> Roger Bot really trying to go with the sabotage right there. TK needs the jelly beans as soon as possible. Exception. Um, so the jelly beans we're talking about, obviously, are those uh, mystery jelly beans, right? It, it's a, it has many different flavors. Some of them are really bad, and some of them are obviously just your normal jelly beans. So uh, the thing about it is uh, the Roger Bot wheel. If you're getting, if you get an opportunity to spin it, uh, you have a chance of getting him to eat one of those. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, one time I had four or five spins, and three of them were the, were the bad jelly beans. You got to check out the show. It's a fun show to check out, seriously. Um, and of course, Purposely Gaming, uh, uh, Matt, thank you very much. TK Arbay, TK Seption, TK The Man, The Legend, of course. Some possible face. <laughs> TK Extremes can sponsor The, the Man. The, 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 oh my God, Games Our Bay. Uh, yeah, no, thank you very much. Uh, Matt is the one who organized uh, and was able to hook it up with Extreme Skin. So definitely, definitely very, very much. Thank you on this. Um, their products are very good, and I and this is from me using them. As you saw, I still have it on my Pixel 6 Pro. It is very much a very nice skin to to rock on your phone. Uh, thank you very much, Earl Owen. Thank you very much for everybody hanging out with us. CKception, the Android Bay, Jimmy Fire Dragon. Again, thank you very much. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> BBK Bay. That has a good ring. Between Juan and I, though, we kind of can say, you know, we kind of put the, the BBK Bay, B-A-E, and that kind of covers Juan and myself because... Seriously, between uh, Vivo, BB, uh, sorry, Vivo, Oppo, Realme, and and OnePlus, between the two of us, we cover most of almost all the BBK brands, which I'm very happy that, that that's an opportunity. Uh, Dominic, thank you very much. TKception, TKR Bay, TK Fasting Bay. Uh, so yes, again, Ramadan Mubarak. Um, I, I can tell you that even though this, it may feel like it's a very quick, an hour and 25 minutes just flew by for me. It's like a time time travel for me, which is a lot of fun because it is very a much an engaging conversation every time we do it together and we hang out on the Saturday. So it's always, always fun. Uh, of course, thank you for uh, for uh, Golan. Thank you for hanging out with us. TK, bye. Appreciate it, man. Um, Joe, TKception, TK, TK, uh, <laughs> TK Yakuza Bay. Uh, sorry, I missed the, the, no, dude, I think you're doing good. Marilyn, thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us, Marilyn. Of course, thank you very much. Sabah, I hope you're doing well. Farhan, thank you very much for kicking it with us. The stream, Ramadan Mubarak as well. Thank you. Thank you. Shukran, shukran, uh, Marilyn, hey, I uh, hope you're doing well. And you know what? At, 
at the end of the day, realistically, this week has been packed. If I'm not, I'm just to kind of bring it in a little bit closer. It's been packed with announcement. We have a, we had a surprise announcement from Xiaomi with the obviously with the Redmi Note 11 Pro Plus 5G, uh, and of course there was a new version of the 11s 5G, which is also an update. So if you think about it, the first quarter of 2022, uh, Xiaomi kind of cornered the Redmi line of devices entirely. Um, of course, we have OnePlus coming out, and I'm also looking forward to seeing what other people are that now that they're starting to get their devices to be able to start talking about that and seeing the conversation there. The OnePlus Buds Pro are still one of my favorite buds to listen to or enjoy content on. So with that being said, I do want to say thank you very much for everybody hanging out with us. I did not see Aditya. Aditya, if you're doing well, if you're catching this on the replay, hope you're doing well, man. Please, please be safe. Stay safe, everybody as well. Um, thank you very much for hanging out with us. I'll see you next week, of course, for another episode of the Best of Our Week with Juan on Thursday nights. And of course, the another episode of the Android Bay. Uh, take care, be safe, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.